This is the top of the hour from the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Instead of commercials, you've got progressive news and interviews right here at the top of the hour. Hello, Progressive Voices TuneIn listeners. I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason, and we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Here's what we're talking about this week. Listen up, folks. Did you know that after a Medicaid beneficiary passes away, the state where they lived can collect the cost of Medicaid services received on or after his or her 55th birthday from his or her estate? Uh, Yeah, most states will send out notices about the Medicaid uh, state recovery, and most of the time people don't need to worry about it unless they received long-term care or some other kind of uh, rehab care or whatever before their death. It's not something that states are required to go after people for small amounts of, of benefits they receive through the Medicaid program. It also isn't something that the Affordable Care Act created. Uh, Back when Medicaid was passed in the 1960s, um, states were allowed to go ahead and recover against a person's estate for long-term care benefits. And then in 1993, a law was passed that required states to recover the cost for long-term care. So many states will send a notice to folks, especially uh, now that people get some benefits off exchanges and then Medicaid may be additional coverage for them. Boy, I bet they do. And when you say Medicaid, that's Medi-Cal here in California, yes? That's correct. Okay. That is correct. So, and people need not be very fearful. You know, if, if you have a surviving spouse, that person will not have to pay back what you got in long-term care. And should your estate, you know, if, if you have a, a large estate, you probably aren't going to qualify for Medicaid in the first place. But if you have an estate that has other bills and there are other things going on, most states will sit down and figure out what, what is there left even to pay back to the state for any long-term benefits, and sometimes there's nothing. So it does create a problem. There's a home that's owned, and, and people are concerned about retaining the home and the family and so forth. So I usually tell people, if you're worried about this, if you think you sit somewhere with concerns about what may happen for you or a loved one after long-term care, make sure you sit down with someone who has some estate law uh, background in your state so that you can know exactly what the right thing is to do. Donna, we had a listener who received this notice because she had received two years of the Affordable Care Act health insurance that was supplemented by Medi-Cal. Does Uh this apply to everyone who gets this? Generally only for long-term care benefits, though. That's the only thing that federal law requires state Medicaid programs and, for instance, Medi-Cal to collect from a state for as long-term care. So they're, they're doing a legal service by informing someone of this, that there's a potential that their estate could be impacted. So I would not be fearful if you get this because you've gotten uh, insurance on the exchange and then you have Medi-Cal or, or Medicaid wrapping around that coverage. I wouldn't let that be of grave concern unless you're receiving long-term care and it's anticipated that you're going to be there for some time and it's going to be a hefty bill, then you probably do need to check it out with someone with an expert on estates. Okay. Got it. So just a note for our listeners, a good source for information about this is www.medicaid.gov and factcheck.org. So Donna, now we'd like to look at a potential solution to drug price gouging. So do you mind talking a little bit about California Prop 61? Not at all. It's a great proposition, and and Proposition 61 would uh, require that 
drug prices be negotiated to be no more than what the VA negotiates drug prices to be, which, as we know, is substantially lower than what the rest of us pay, as we have seen in recent months from the EpiPen and from from some of the other uh, antics of the drug companies. You know, they'll usually charge whatever the traffic will bear for drugs, and it's one of the great cost escalators in our healthcare system is the right. cost of drugs. So Proposition 61 is just fabulous in that it would it would require that any uh, benefits that are being paid from California funds or through the exchange, that those prices be negotiated to be no more than VA prices. Which would be great. So who sponsored Prop 61? You know, the California Nurses Association has been fabulous yes. on Prop 61 and really taking a look at how we can move this forward. There's a number of organizations, AARP in California, obviously the California Nurses, Bernie Sanders and Our Revolution. There's just a, a whole list, Progressive Democrats of America. That's great. Yeah. I, I'm so glad that's be, that's and, happening here because this is getting out of control. Yeah, and as far yeah. as the opposition, I'm sure we can guess who's opposing this, and that's the, the <laughs> drug companies themselves. Of course, the pharmaceutical so. right. industry just as beside themselves. They do not want to lose any of their billions of dollars. And because California, as we all know, is the eighth largest economy in the world, not just in the United States, in the world, it stands to lose some money for the pharmaceutical industry. But no one needs fear for them. They make more profits than anybody on the face of the planet, well beyond what oil companies do. And so we need not worry that the pharmaceutical industry will suffer. They will still make plenty of money. Check out our show at nursetalksite.com and listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on Progressive Voices. You've been listening to Top of the Hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Commercial-free interviews and exclusive progressive news and information at the top of the hour.